you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Your words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. NFL draft was completely insane, and I didn't even have any chickens in the race. <laughs> For God's sakes, I'm just a rubber one, so what do I know? Hey, yes, Siri Bob, that NFL, and we'll talk about it in a bit, and I'd love to go into it with you, and I wish, I wish that Washington had drafted a giant chicken, I'll tell you that, but we're going to get on with Rantcast number 81, entitled Mayday. Uh, well, Mayday as in, not as in danger, danger, uh, the ship's going down, look, woo no. Uh, Mayday is in uh, May 1st, International Workers' Day. Uh, I mention this only because in about two years, uh, nobody will even remember that. It's an uh, international holiday uh, to uh, basically celebrate those who actually do real labor. Unlike myself, for the rubber chicken who sit here and, you know, basically babble like lunatics and get paid for it. And, 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 and what, you know, what was the, uh, what did I do? I just went yakety yak yak. That's it. My tongue moved. Did, are my arms moving? Sort of. Not much. There's no sweat really involved unless we jack up the heat. It's, these are people who really work and they are celebrated. And, uh, but it got tied up with, um, socialism and, uh, 
The uh, I think uh, the Russians did, didn't really give good advertising for it, and uh, a number of uh, of countries that uh, that do celebrate this. They're international. They're they're uh, they're not they're not like us. They're not pure democracies where nobody you know there's no sense of of that. We don't want that. So we changed it. It turned out, and I think it was. I'm going to take a guess because I just checked it, and it was. Uh, Garfield, I think, um, but I may be wrong. Could be McKinley. Uh, it could have been Scrooge McDuck, uh, for all I know, really. But one of the presidents deciding in opposition to this, which was, I guess, in the 1880s, said that uh, we really had to go on and to change the date. So we, we celebrate labor on Labor Day in September to separate ourselves from this, uh, the madness of socialism. Uh, May Day also is an interesting thing because that's what the uh, the Republicans scream when they see, you know see a socialist. They oh, oh the, the whole country's going down. Let's get something straight right now, okay? For the rest of the time here, and I don't I don't really have any time to do I, unless you have absolute proof that there is some sort of major uh, left wing conspiracy in the Democratic Party, okay? That. Shit has got to stop. Oh boy, they're socialist, they're radical socialist. Bullshit. Bullshit on a stick twice over. Stop it. Okay? There's a number of them. Just as there are a number on the other side. People like Madison Cawthorn. Okay? Just like that. There's there's that group. That's a different kind. That's a little. But the the radical socialists are um, a group. Which you can't say that the Republican Party are all Madison Cawthorns. You can't say the Democratic Party are all radical socialists. Got it? I finally figured out what I was fucking trying to say. So that's the deal, guys. They're not. Okay. If you think that Joe Biden is a uh, a radical socialist, you 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 don't know shit. Okay, just go ahead and look at where the Democrats are getting their money from. It's this is not, you know, know, they look, we basically most of the country doesn't want the government involved. That's the deal. But the government has to be involved because shit happens. All right. And they got to be involved. And when they are involved, it's not socialism. It's called helping. (laughs) Why don't you think of it fucking that way? But no, I got to sit here and argue this at, at what is too early in the morning. Well, it's not even well, it's early. No, it's. It's not. It's, I'm in Chicago. It's, it's new. But look at this. It looked. Does it look good out there? No, it doesn't. We're not even moving along. We're not moving along because uh, I'm still out. I've got uh, two or three of the guys out there collecting pennies so that we can get this fucker rolling. I, we've run out of gas. Um, so it's uh, been, you know, once again, uh, I don't really. I'm so busy working on the on my. Um, on the, on the new special that uh, I, I kind of try, try to keep track of things. Not much seems to be happening. Which we're trying to, we're voting for new, uh, to send more aid to the Ukraine. And then there's a, and then there were, are we going to do it? That's the big thing. Why was that going to happen? Why wouldn't you do it? Okay. Why the hell wouldn't you do it? And then there's, they're coming in at the border. Billions of them, billions will be in tomorrow. They're coming in Thursday. And why wouldn't you have tried to figure out um, what to do before you, you know, kind of have uh, this moment when they apparently are going to, uh, you know, hit the border. But there's really, I've watched that reporting. That reporting is fucking worthless. Worthless. Okay? I need real 
information there, and I get nothing. I might as well have, uh, you know, basically they might as well, you know, as the rubber chicken would say, they might as well have a, a, a whole bunch of uh, chickens just uh, doing the news when it comes to that stuff because there really is nothing specific, concrete, uh, or understandable about it. Should we? Would I think? we, we uh, What I saw this week, uh, we were in Detroit, uh, there's a, and I know that even good people in Detroit aren't up for this, but there's a ton of places up there that could use uh, some folks coming in. Uh, the Ukrainians might be nice. Uh, we used to be the ones who, you know, put our hand out, but God knows that would be that would be something that makes people yell, Mayday, Mayday. Oh, no, they're coming. They're coming to take our, all of our avocados. They continue to fucking... I, so, so it's been a it's been a rough week because I'm a little nervous about this, and, and I will say it again. I'm going to say it right here in the middle, rather than wait till the end. Um, hunting in Long Island, uh, May 15th. That's uh, we're going to be doing the new special there. You got a uh, came up with a great great title for it, and uh, we're very excited about it. And uh, it's a, it's uh, the Paramount Theater there is kind of extraordinary. It's a great space, not a bad seat in the house. Um, and it's on a Sunday. Uh, take Monday off, okay? Right? Why not? It's May 16th. It's uh, halfway through uh, Labor Day month. So think of it that way. And uh, it's uh, a really good time to celebrate it. You made through half the month. And uh, why not stop and spend some time with me ranting and raving? So uh, that's what I've been... So I've kind of... Uh, that's really kind of uh, created a certain amount of tension and anxiety in me. Uh, because, uh, you know, you, whenever you kind of set yourself up for this, you, you basically, you're, you're setting yourself up for a catastrophe that you try to avoid, <laughs> okay? That's what, that's what doing a special is about. Getting back to uh, Madison Cawthorn, uh, uh, he this week, uh, he's yells and screams and does a lot of stuff about how we're not manly enough and our children won't be manly enough and then... Um, and a lot of other nonsense that, uh, you know, he's against the, he's kind of like a, uh, against, you know, really helping the Ukrainians because uh, the, why should we? And a, a bunch of other blithering nonsense that comes from a guy out of North Carolina, which irritates the fuck out of me that he's, you know, I wouldn't mind if it was South or another state that I don't have a, an attachment to. Um, but uh, but he, uh, he shows up wearing a, Photos. He's wearing a dress. I don't. You know, I don't care if people want to wear dresses. I don't give a shit. Okay, but for him to be yak yak yakking about this the, with the crap that comes out of his mouth, you know about the manliness. You don't. You don't get to do that because you point fingers, Madison, at all sorts of people that you consider to be different. And that was a little different for you, wasn't it? Wearing that dress, boy oh boy, he's something else. Um, and so we're not, I don't even like to focus on that because it distracts me from focusing on my special. And uh, we have returned to uh, normal that nothing is happening, that the NFL draft is the uh, high point of the week. Uh, and that, that, the level of insanity that the rubber chicken brought up, it's true. I watched it. There is a level of madness there. Uh, you, they could not tell you more about every draft person. Everyone drafted. Couldn't tell you more. Couldn't have longer and longer discussions. What the favorite pizza is. What's your favorite pizza topic? Who gives a flying fuck? Oh, well, you know, I've always liked, no, no. Draft, move on, okay? 
Then have some guys analyze why why they are not discussing the Washington team. And all you hear is Baltimore, boy, they drafted everybody. That's the most incredible draft ever. They could start all six of those guys, and they could play one-on-one basketball. Son of a bitch. That's what it needs is analysis, not of this kind of like, oh, it's this or it's that or the other. Tell me what the guy did. I don't, I'm not interested. Okay, we've got to stop this. And of course, it's a way, of course, with social media, we link people up, and that's the way we, we get um, we get crowds out there. Because, and, But let it, it slowly learn about them the way we do, okay? If you live in the community. I don't need to know that the... That Cleveland drafted somebody who's, you know, who loves, you know, chocolate ripple ice cream. Are you shitting me? But it just was endless. And the noise was just went on and on. And and they appeared to be uh, if if you actually if they'd shot it it, it, from the top, it would look like the, the audience was it was at the bottom of a shitter. Okay, take a look at that. They had a giant tunnel. 40,000 people there, you know, and then uh, and then all sorts of folks showing up on stage, you know, they, they, you know, and then the Washington couldn't get enough women out there because they've got a harassment suit and stuff going against them. But I'll save that for, but no, I'm not even going to save it for another time. I'm in Washington this week and I'll be yelling about it there. Um, so the, uh, we, that's really it. That's about it, except for exciting news on the, uh, on the, we're giving away prizes. That's what it's come down to, <laughs> and I'm excited about it. Uh, and it, it's because of uh, the good folks at uh, Jasper Hill Farms. Uh, they are providing uh, the, the, uh, a prize for the best rant each week. So not only do you have that impetus of that your rant would be read or may show up in another fashion at some point uh, if it hasn't been read during the summer or in another way, I'm still hoping that we put some books together of those rants and sell them for charity. But now, uh, in order to inspire you, uh, Jasper Hill Farms, uh, which is a cheese that I have been buying for years, uh, got in touch uh, and and said that they wanted to work with me. And uh, and I and it's the first time I've ever liked something. And then the people that I you know like that I liked the, their stuff came to me and said, "Boy, would you like to?" To, to work with us. Um, it's great cheese if you like cheese. It's phenomenal. I know a lot of you go, well, I can't eat cheese. Can you come to me? I don't want to hear that, okay? I'm talking to the folks who like cheese. And this cheese is really uh, top-notch on levels that uh, will make me weep. And, I've been, and maybe at some point I'll just sit here and just chew up some in front of you and you can get a sense of how much I enjoy it. But if you get your uh, you get the ran in, I read it, and uh, it's the best one that week as, uh, as I see it. You'll be getting a uh, subscription uh, to the Jasper Hill Farms cheese, you know, and uh, I really have to thank them for that. And I have to thank you for uh, for watching yet again, listening to me prattle on like some man who's lost his fucking mind. And a little, a, a lot more profanity this week, and I'm, I'm really sorry for that. But it's May Day, and that inspires me. Uh, as many other things do, but that's the one that really gets my, gets my uh, gets me going. And uh, and the fact that there's uh, and I'm gonna uh, watch some basketball today, and I have no teams involved with that because the Wizards have the worst name in the history of sports. And I'm gonna leave you with that. It's been a lot of fun. Please continue to watch. I'll continue to uh, rant and get those rants out there. And um, 
I am. Uh, I will not wear as many have asked uh, since I. They call me the king of rant. I do not believe I'm the king of rant. I will not wear a crown. Okay. I think that that is for those of you who wondered where did the king of rant came from. It's called a. Uh, it's, it's it's kind of a PR thing. PR people come up with that. I don't consider. I don't walk around all day going, boy, I've got a rant today. Uh, I better get out of here. Obviously, I, I could spend hours with you and uh, hopefully get some more of the anxiety that I'm feeling off my chest. But get about your day. Listen to the rants that are coming up because they're spectacular. It was a terrific week in Detroit and in Chicago. And now we're on our way to Champaign-Urbana. And as uh, someone pointed out, there's two words you don't expect to hear together, Champaign and Urbana. They, they certainly don't seem to go together. Uh, next week, May 5th, Richmond, the Dominion Energy Center. Uh, May 6th and 7th in uh, uh, Washington, D.C. May 6th, tickets are tight. May 7th, woo! Woo, yow! You dress up as uh, the Washington, all of the teams, if you want. But, but wear your favorite team outfit and come on out. May 8th, we end this run in Greensburg. I think I got that right. Yes? Yeah. In, uh, and that's, uh, I think, already sold out. So uh, that's in Pennsylvania. Uh, May 15th, Huntington. And then, uh, you, then I'll be just uh, locked up in my house again, you know, reading your rants and, um, and, and wondering uh, why summer hasn't come. Uh, once again, as you can see, it's May 1st, May Day, and the weather in Chicago semi-sucks. Good to be with you. Bye-bye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. We're here at the, uh, the Fillmore Theater, which is uh, in... In uh, Detroit, Michigan. I have not been here for three years, I guess, maybe a little longer. And um, uh, the last time I was here, there were 
Detroit was starting to, you know, there were sprouts of stuff happening everywhere. It was really, I've always liked Detroit. I've always liked coming to Detroit. And, uh, and, and I spent a lot of years performing at uh, the Comedy Castle, Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle. And then, then I was lucky enough to start being able to work in theaters, and this has been, uh, you know, and it's been really incredible to be able to, to but now you watch, I walked around today, and now you, you, you're starting to fucking blossom, and, uh, and I just, you know, it was really kind of amazing uh, what's going on here, and uh, I really hope that, uh, you know, it continues to go and, and grow, and uh, I think you, 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 you must, I hope you stole more money from the federal government than they know. Um, <laughs> you know, it's really, it, no, it's quite something to see. Uh, this is the theater that I did Stark Raving Black in, up, up in um, a, a special. Uh, it, was, it was the state theater at that time, and, uh, and it's great to be back. I, there's a few things. One, um, I'm reading a, a, a whole bunch. I read these rants that folks write, and um, we're going to pick uh, one that we think is the best. And, uh, and what we'll, they'll get, we, we, a group that we're, I'm working with now, Jasper Hill Farms, uh, We'll be sending you a, uh, a, 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 basically a subscription for some cheeses, okay? Yeah. And you can scoff at, the, scoff at it all you want, okay, asshole? Uh, but I'm telling you, it's, I've, I've, it, they approached me about working with me, and I went, holy fuck. It's the first time anyone that I fucking buy their shit went, fuck, we want to work with you. I said, fuck. The, the cheese is fucking worth it, and if not, if you don't like cheese, fucking set up a fucking stand. Send your kid out there with some lemonade, summer's coming, and put out the cheese slices and fucking make some money. Um, and also, if, if you're watching, I keep forgetting to tell people to subscribe to the, uh, to the, um, if you're watching on YouTube, you can subscribe. And then you'll get notices of when the fuck I'm coming on the air. Oh boy, woo! And then, um, and and if you want tickets for the upcoming shows, uh, there's a button somewhere, a thing you push, press, whatever. I don't fucking know it's there. Apparently, they tell me it's there. But let's get on with this. Uh, we've got some great stuff written here. Uh, this is from David Costa. Uh, and, and let me just before I finish, I'm going to give a plug to uh, Chris McClendon, who is a chef for uh, Savannah Blue, which is, I'm just going to tell you. Um, and, and, and if those of you who didn't applaud and haven't been there, I'm not shitting. I am. Food makes me. I'm, it's like the one. It's, I'm psychotic for food. Okay. If there wasn't for food and wine, I don't know if I'd make it to Thursday. Got it? <laughs> And I came into town a little late last night, and I didn't know where to get food, where to eat. I saw this thing for, for Savannah Blue, and I said, well, fuck, I'll go up there and I'll pick up some food. It was fucking spectacular. He does a great job. It's a beautiful little restaurant, and it's, it's really well worth your time. And, uh, and, and I didn't get any shit for free! So it's a completely based in reality, okay? It isn't like he went, here, oh good, boy, here, boo, look, here's a feast. No, I fucking bought it, put it in a bag, and marched home. 
and it was really worth it. It was like to the point where I was texting my friends going, I'm eating this stuff, fuck you. It's better than what you had tonight, you piece of shit. <laughs> so let me get on with this. Next time, this is from David Costa. The next time you come to Detroit, have your people check with Seth Meyers' people so you're not here on the same fucking night. Uh, Seth Meyers is apparently doing a fundraiser at the Fox Theater, which is right around the corner. It's right near here. It's next door, so it's even a bigger fuck me. And, uh, and so he's, he's raising, uh, I think, money for a, for, for a food bank, and I'm over here just raising money for myself. So, so that's... Actually, actually, I'm just raising enough money so we can go to the next town and can get the gas. That's, the, that's what I'm raising the money for, but it's... Uh, so, uh, no, I don't call comics up and go, check all their fucking schedules, okay? I'm not going to call Seth Meyers and go, are you going to be there? What? Why would I th figure he's going to be fucking here? He's got his own show. What the fuck is he doing here? This is uh, Brian Baskell. Uh, Lewis, thank you for coming to Michigan. I just want to let you know I'm in the stands tonight and these small fucking ass seats are fucking killing my knees. I know, it's every, every theater in America, guys. Every theater. Um, just to let you know, I'm six foot six tall and this seat isn't suited for a five-year-old. One of the things people say to me all the time when I'm standing next to them is, God, you're tall. My painful fucking knee-jerk reaction is, God, you're short. <laughs> what in reality I'm imagining my knee-jerk reaction is to put my foot up your ass and launch you into these fucking balconies. <laughs> that way you can fucking tell me how the weather is up there. <laughs> Chad Corwin. Don't be a dick to your nurse. Nursing is both the most physically and emotionally taxing job there is, even before this fucking pandemic. They want to take care of you and your loved ones. They don't want anyone to suffer. So for the love of God, don't harass them. They know your dad needs a pill and will get it. They know your mom wants coffee with her dinner, but for the love of God, they're not waitresses. They are trying to save lives. So please be kind and try to ex exercise at least one-tenth of the patience they show to you and your loved ones. This is Carol Euglene, um, and this is uh, the day after Eastern Michigan, and the snowbirds are losing their shit. You know who the snowbirds are, the lucky fucks that spend the entire winter in Florida. I spend winter slipping on ice, shoveling a path for the dog to take a shit. <laughs> Car mats covered in salt and seeing six hours of daylight, and they return to bitch and moan because it snowed an inch that will melt the next day. If you live in Michigan, you should know by now that you never put your snow gear away until Memorial Day. So fuck you, snowbirds! I went to, 
Houghton, Michigan to perform, I guess, at uh, the Michigan Institute of Technology. It's in the Upper Peninsula. I arrived there on May 1st, and it was still, there was 24 inches of snow and ice on the ground. And I, was, I literally walked in and I said, the reason you're here is because you don't ever want to see your parents again. <laughs> what a hellhole. I cannot fucking imagine in May that you're sitting around with 24 inches of ice and not contemplating suicide. I don't know how you do it. Okay. This is from Mike Jaffke. This is the first time that uh, my 20, first time in 26 months, Heather, my lovely wife, and I have taken a night out. Last time was January 2020 when we saw you at Soaring Eagle Casino. Yeah, six weeks after that, COVID shut the damn world down. Not to kiss your ass, and then it goes on, but then it's, uh, but the, 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 his rant for tonight. Uh, sorry, my target, my rant target for tonight, sorry, but it's you, Lewis. You were whining, it's fine, you were whining way too fucking much about your disappointment with Carson Wentz and your beloved Washington football team, now known as the Commanders. Fuck you, he said. That's it. It's, I don't call them the Commanders, they're the Commodes. Don't pull that shit here in Detroit, Lewis. You're at ground zero of NFL hell. Seriously, Ford Field, home of our shitty Lions, is like two blocks away. If you weren't aware, Lewis, I'm aware. Oh, I'm fucking aware. My, John Bowman, who used to open for me, was this psychotic Detroit Lion fan, and I watched a ton of games, and we would go back and forth, uh, who, uh, you know, um, my friend, between the games. And it would be every time we would go from Washington to Detroit, it would be, oh, look, Detroit just had a pass intercepted. Then we go to Washington, oh, they just scored a touchdown against Washington. Oh, they just scored a touchdown against Detroit. Oh, and we go back and forth. We could not even make it so that we saw anything worth a shit. <laughs> so I know a lot about Matthew Stafford. And I used to say, I want Matthew Stafford. I've had 18 quarterbacks in two years, got it? 18, okay? At least you had somebody who fucking pretended to be able to play. If you weren't, uh, Matthew Stafford was here, we traded him and he wins a fucking Super Bowl like fucking immediately. <laughs> Yet the Lions also got a previous Super Bowl QB for him, one Jared Goff, Jared Goof. <laughs> But he's got hands smaller than a fucking newborn. And if you missed it, they finished second to last with him. Lewis, the only luck these asshole lions have is bad. Are you aware of the current owner, the Ford family? Yes, Lewis, that fucking Ford family purchased the lions the same day that JFK was assassinated. <laughs> I did not know that. So, Lewis, go blow yourself. If you think Wentz is the worst football thing to happen, unless your commodes end up losing to the fucking Detroit Lions next season. You know, I hope they play next year. They deserve to play each other. Seriously. Fucking unbelievable. I don't give a... My team has Dan Snyder, too. Okay? You've got Ford. I've got Dan Snyder. He's been investigated for harassment culture and the fact that financially he may have been fucking with the books. And... And this asshole, okay? Bitch, bitch, bitch. But this fucker, 
Albert Hainsworth was this massive fucking defensive guy. Massive. And years ago, before anybody thought of paying $100 million to anybody playing football, he paid him $100 million bucks. And he lasted fucking, he didn't even play. He said he didn't want to play. They were doing a 3-4 defense, a 4-3 defense. Doesn't matter, he had no defense. And he would say, I'm not playing that. And fuck him, we got $100 million, walked away. That's Dan fucking Snyder, okay? We could combine both teams, we're not gonna win anything, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> and now we're gonna end it with, boy, you guys are spectacular. We're gonna end it with this. This is one Ivan Bimbalov. Uh, I hope I got that right. Dear Lewis, I know people complain about micro-penises. <laughs> I've, I've actually never heard anybody go, boy, my penis is so small, I've never heard that. <laughs> but my friend suffers from the opposite problem. Every time he sleeps with a girl, she hits me up complaining about how sore she is. And it's really fucking pissing me off. Because one, I'm jealous, and two, I don't know how to respond. I want to tell the girls to fuck off, and I want to slap my friend every time. And then we go out, I want to give the girls a heads up. I swear he's like a gremlin. Should come with instructions and shit. Who's ever heard of a guy? And then that they tell you this, that's a little fucking psychotic. You should say, I want money now. You shut the fuck up. If you're just telling me that, you owe me 50 bucks. <laughs> this is Michael Angelo, which can't be. <laughs> this is, we end with this. For all the problems that you have, I think this is the worst one I've heard in a while. Dear Lewis, my balls fucking hurt. <laughs> so back in August, I got a vasectomy because the thought of having kids is scarier than thinking about Donald Trump's second term. Well, it turns out that around 1% of snippies get chronic pain. 1%. And I always thought being part of the 1% would be mean buying massive yachts and social media sites. <laughs> Just so I could shitpost them on, on them all day to hide my midlife crisis. But no, I don't get a motorcycle. I get busted saddlebags. The fix involves the surgeon going in and severing the fucked up nerves, basically putting the screaming boys down for a nice long nap. But my surgeon can't cut me for two months because everyone was and is too busy barfing COVID all over each other, and the hospital operating rooms are still backed up. So simply put, you're all responsible for my aching nuts. <laughs> To make it up to me during the next surge, wear your goddamn mask and get your fucking shots so maybe one less poor bastard doesn't get long-term testicle tortured like me. Oh, and fuck Putin, he really sucks. Thank you, Detroit. Thanks to everybody who wrote in. Thank you very much. Tomorrow night we'll be in Chicago. Send in your rants and then Champaign-Urbana. On the 15th, I'll be doing my special live from in Huntington, New York, at the, at the Paramount Theater. Thank you so much for coming out tonight. It means a lot. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, 
it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Those folks left, huh? Mm. God, that's too bad that those are the two seats that won the prize. Uh, that's, that's tough. Uh, for those of you watching, it's, uh, we're coming to you live right now from the Chicago Theater in Chicago, Illinois. And... Uh, I'm going to just roll right into this. Chicago is uh, is just a, is one great fucking city, and uh, I love coming here. And, uh, and initially, when I made that choice of after school of whether I'd move to New York or Chicago, I came here to see friends of mine yeah, that Christmas before we were graduating, and it was 15 below, and I went, "Fuck, this isn't going to work. This isn't going to work." Uh, I actually remember, my friend tells the story, I, I, I did that thing where you're not supposed to breathe in when it's 15, and I breathed in, it was 15 below, and my, my sinuses went, fuck! <laughs> so that's why I'm not here. <laughs> so we're going to roll in. It's the, uh, it starts with Paul Nowak. The White House Correspondents' Dinner is right now. Aren't you glad you're in Chicago? Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, we are, and uh, didn't you host it when Cheney was president? Um, it's, I actually, I didn't host the, the White House Correspondents' Dinner. I hosted the, uh, I was the comic relief at the Congressional Correspondents' Dinner, which is second tier, and which was fine. It's, it's hard enough. Uh, president Bush uh, was, it, it was, uh, you know, the, the, the son was uh, running the country. He wasn't there that night. I considered it a lucky break. Initially, uh, he had to go to the Vatican because the Pope had died. And so instead, B B B Vice President Cheney was two seats away from me. And on the left was, uh, was Mitch McConnell. <laughs> who, now, Cheney laughed his tits off, <laughs> which made me think that I'd, I really had lost my sense of humor. And... <laughs> And McConnell never smiled. 
And you're supposed to smile if you're up at that table, whether you like it or fucking not. And then I realized that the reason McConnell never smiles is because his, his smile, his lips are connected to his anus. And if he smiles, if he smiles, he'll shit his pants. Damien Williams, what do you think about the exorbitant surcharge price increases for event tickets due to Ticketmaster and its affiliates' monopoly on sales? I think it's disgusting, and I think it's stupid, and I think it's outrageous. And, um, and, I, and I have tried at every possible turn, which we tried starting about 15 years ago, to work with other groups to try to get to break that down and to be able to do it. I mean, it was, and they were like big groups, big musical groups that, that had, couldn't affect it, could not affect the ticket sales. So that's why I have a, a fan club called Fuck You. And, um, and, it, uh, and it allows, and it helps people get really the best seats in the house and they don't have to go through this bullshit. So uh, uh, if next time you're really looking for seats, that's the way to go. And I really wish, if there's any way I could stop Ticketmaster, I would, because I'm tired of reading in the feed that we get stuff where people are just getting fucked over. So um, this is will go on. Lily Schumacher. Uh, and thank you for that smattering of applause for the, for, for, the, for, for the vague little attempt that I'm making, but I appreciate it. The, uh, Lily Schumacher, the greatest thing about living in Chicago is being lucky enough to take the CTA every single day. <laughs> It's always exciting because you never know what's going to ruin your commute. Is it going to be because of mechanical issues, a fire on the tracks, or will it be because a woman brandishing scissors and threatening people? Is it police activity, or did some fucker decide to throw up on the train and ruin everyone's day? Your morning commute is going to be anything but relaxing, and that's really special, isn't it? Thank you, Lily. Michael Barron. On the CTA, people love making how much they love their shitty music other people's problems. <laughs> Chris Walsh, in a, in a theme that goes through every city, everywhere I go, and uh, we, I read one last night from Detroit that was pretty brilliant, uh, and it's constant. It's the uh, potholes being the problem. And, and, but, you know, it took us 40, 50 years to, to actually deal with that as a, a major national issue. It's fucking beyond comprehension. Because for the last seven years, at least five to ten things I get in every city, no matter the size, shape, description, it's about somebody is screaming about potholes. Chris from Chicago here, Chris Walsh, let's talk about it, potholes, what the fuck? We'd be better off taking our tax money, crumpling up into a ball and shoving it in the street, and then, and then Lewis covering it with duct tape. <laughs> it would hold better than the bullshit asphalt that never stays in place. A whole one day is patched, and two days later, it's a frickin' lake! 2022, when we can't figure out as a nation how to fix potholes, heaven fucking help us. Welcome to Chicago. P.S. The gays love you. Okay, well, at least I do. <laughs> Matthew Deegan. Chicago is the only fucking city that can expand an expressway and have it get slower.
David Weiser, I have crazy neighbors who give their fully loaded guns to their crazy boyfriends when she gets high, even though he is as high as a kite. So she won't shoot herself, but then he shoots the tires out on her car so she can't run away from him, and then tells the other neighbors to mind their business. <laughs> Dave, I know you don't need my advice, but move! That's a move. Got it? Get the fuck out of there. <laughs> Joanna G., I've not heard anything about pickles in quite a while. I, I, I had a ton of stuff, and I'm glad to see that someone is back on the case. I hereby demand that all sweet or bread and butter pickles are stamped with a warning or dyed a different color than my delicious dills. <laughs> There's nothing worse than thinking you're going to get a tangy taste of dilly deliciousness and getting mouth-raped by those nasty sweet pickles from Satan's nutsack. It's really great. I really love women are just the best thing about reading this in a lot of ways as time has evolved and, and stuff is women are just finally like, okay, fuck you. <laughs> I'm just going to say things that are just going to make you nuts. And it's great. Al Palicki, I haven't spoke to my wife in seven years. I don't want to interrupt her rant. Here's an interesting question, a conundrum, Betty Shalaki. For gay parents, which parent gets breakfast in bed from their child on Mother's Day? Hmm. Here's what, nobody. And the reason nobody is because my mother says every day is Mother's Day. That's what my mother says. And she says Mother's Day can go fuck itself. It's a commercial holiday, shit on you for doing it, okay? That's what my mother said. She didn't say shit on you. She's just pissed at you for doing it, and it irritates the... She's told me, don't send me anything. Don't fucking send me anything. You want to send me something? Send it when it's not Mother's Day. That's when it counts. <laughs> it was David Gills. Um, oh, there. Uh, I, hello, Lewis. I just retired from the Army, uh, and... And the rest of you? <laughs> too, too, no, no, don't. No, too tie tie? Uh, no. Maybe the Navy. I applaud the Navy. <laughs> God in heaven. I just retired from the Army and am currently a biology student. And I'd like to know what the fuck is going on with the understanding of science in this country. Okay? Um, God damn it, science is what keeps you from dying. Holy shit, goddammit, this is not a discussion. We don't pray vaccines into existence. Sit down, play with your iPads, and shut the fuck up. <laughs> Harris, I don't know how to pronounce, Grabarchik, Grabarchik. Uh, an updated adage for our times, our modern times. Give someone a fish, you feed them for a day. Teach them to fish. That lazy motherfucker still won't listen and will instead make you do it over a million goddamn times. <laughs> P.S. This is not directed to a specific age group. From the moment your mother pooped you out up till your deathbed, P. 
people are all just assholes. <laughs> I'm going to leave you with this because I thought it was uh, really spectacular. This is, uh, and, uh, and let me thank you all again for coming out. I deeply appreciate that. You were terrific. Corinne Knuckles, I'm here with my husband, whom I love dearly. He made me drive today because he hates driving in Chicago. Lewis, he fucking drives for a living. <laughs> he is a delivery driver and drives 300 miles a day. But he hates driving in Chicago, so he makes me the lazy asshole. I'm legally fucking blind in one eye and going blind in the other. But he fucking makes me drive here. It's a testament to Chicago driver's ed training I had in high school that I haven't killed anyone yet. Well, that I know of. The fucker made me even drive stoned on morphine after outpatient surgery at Northwestern. He finally had me pull over when I started talking about the dolphins I was seeing in the lake. Lewis, we were down at Juliet at the time. Good God almighty, I scare myself driving, but not as much as he does. <laughs> Thank you, Corinne. Thank you all for coming out tonight. Thanks for watching at home. Thanks to all of you for listening to my Rantcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me, Aha, Lewis Black. It is produced by James Salkine. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brewer. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. And most of all, thank you, all of you who ranted so well on this show. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. 
That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.